0: Hi, this is Quincy. You're listening to the Sports Gloss with Justin and Jamal. Thursday, February 8th. Welcome to the Sports Gloss with Justin and Jamal. I'm Jamal Cox, and I'm joined by a three-time Olympic gold medalist in ball-busting. Justin Kelly, say hi to the people. JC, what's up,
1: Gloss listeners? Hope you're well. Thanks for listening. Another Thursday in Little L Studios. Here we are. We'll be here all night until the world's problems are solved. <laughs> until the balls
0: are busted. <laughs> that's right. Is that a summer Olympic or summer Olympics or a winter Olympics ball busting? Uh, that's uh, ball busting's a summer. Yeah, Olympic. yeah, goes
1: well. Uh, always done in a banana hammock, <laughs> in a speedo.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Always done the Speedo ball busting. It just sort of helps with the um, the aesthetic, and it's better on TV that way.
0: <laughs> I bet. Yeah. More eyeballs on It'll, the ball You'll busting. see it in Paris this summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> call, call, I'm qualifying soon. There you go. I think you'll you'll make it. I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, pal? I'm doing well. You know what? I've been really enjoying the sunshine and the longer days as of late. Yeah. Yeah. It feels, as
1: mentioned, we won't talk, we won't lament it too long, but it's, it's warming. Seasons are changing. Puxitani feels right. Yeah.
0: Feels sure. that way. I don't want to jinx it. No, it's true. I've, I've definitely, I have a south facing window in my home office and I've been getting the, mm. the vitamin D I need. And then when the kids have come home, yeah, I've gone out, hooped a little bit nice. through the, threw the uh, football the other day with Nico for a bit. And that was really fun just to get that little decompression after work before dinner.
1: You um you have him running fly patterns and and button hooks. You have like a a route tree on on his hand. We do. It's pretty rudimentary at the moment. You yeah. both have the little
0: wrist guards with the play <laughs> with the play calling. <laughs> yes, I like that. I get into it. I get like the Dak uh, Prescott. Like I don't know if you've heard his cadence. It's like yeah. really specific. Just like I forget what it is, but he says something like he's like really extends it. He's just like. He's like, ready, go, or something like that. I forget what it is. Or uh, poor
1: Nico runs the wrong route, and you're drilling him like that um, Peyton Manning skit on SNL all
0: those years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're out here until we get this shit right. Yeah, drilling him in the back of the head with the ball because he didn't look (laughs) back. at I can't feel my hands. I'm cold. Get this right. That's fun. That's fun. It's good. Yeah, lots of uh, just kind of basic uh you know go patterns and, and posts and slants and stuff like that well that's the good stuff that's the fun yeah 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 it's a good times it's just like it is literally playing catch it's like the stuff people have talked about for eons about like connecting with their their children right yeah i always have that that kind of saying someone once sent me is like um uh, Women, you know, can kind of connect face to face and and men connect shoulder to shoulder, kind of like going for walks, doing activities, things like that. So getting out and playing some ball in some whatever fashion is is always a nice way to kind of connect.
1: Uh, Daniel Stern's famous line in uh, City Slickers 2. Don't quote me, but he's like, my dad and I never got along and we certainly didn't talk very much. I'm paraphrasing and we didn't talk very much, but at least we could talk about baseball yeah right like there's some there's a there's a binding agent in there
0: there is yeah it's cool it's it's nice to have something that just cuts through all the other noise whatever it is yeah i love that and what about you how have things been things are great jamal thanks for asking
1: (laughs) just fine surviving and advancing no i'm fine man i'm just fucking with you everything's good man. it's all happening it's all happening but yeah no i like that i like the the visual of you and your sons out running routes putting some jumpers up
0: Mm -hmm. like that yeah trying to get all this stuff in when i can because next week hey now what do you got going i see that i see that
1: twinkle in your eye
0: oh yeah i can't i can't suppress it say again going to san francisco wow yeah Left my heart there. Going to go back and try to reclaim it.
1: You're going to San Francisco next week.
0: I am. I'm Family
1: out. day weekend here where we live in most of Canada, and you're going to San Francisco.
0: Yeah, I said, fuck that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Family day, my <laughs> ASS. I'm yeah. out of
0: here. I'm out of here. Dude. Toodaloo, losers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we have the holiday on Monday the 19th, but I'm actually rolling out. A week from today, Thursday, I'll go Thursday to Sunday, linking up with some buddies I haven't seen in ages. My nice. buddy Pat was here recently, but uh, hanging out with my buddy Joe, we'll share an Airbnb, and then link up with my buddy Andrew. I haven't been back to San Francisco. I used to live there. Uh, How long did you live there? Four years. Cool. Yeah, but I haven't been back since Pat's wedding, which was 2018. So, yeah, so it's been a minute. That's fun. Yeah, so... I'm curious to see what the landscape's like, you know? Big time. Yeah. Big time. I think it'll be a lot of tacos and tacates. What a great... I love San
1: Francisco. I love the Bay Area. Give it to me. Berkeley, Oakland, San Fran. Hook it to my veins. <laughs> and you lived there for four years. And you haven't been back now for,
0: let's call it six. Roughly, yeah. Neat, man. Yeah, it'll be oh, good. That'll be so much fun. And it'll be nice to, like, having the time and a little bit of... Not necessarily like the space away from the family, but just like being able to really lock in with my buddies and mm-hmm. just kind of like do those things, like go for walks. I think we'll just be yeah. kind of traversing the city, going to some old haunts, um, trying to find some new spots, lots of dive bars. We're not blessed with the... I don't know if many, if any cities are blessed with the abundance of dive bars that san francisco has you know mm-hmm. um i mean there's a few out there that are your spot portland for sure and, and new york city and some other ones for sure but like they don't exist like they used to and they certainly don't exist here i feel no nah, i need somewhere that has a special like a two or three dollar special and beer cans and i can play pool or um what's the thing where you slide shuffleboard thank you shuffleboard yep. shout out to el rio i'm sure we'll go there if you know you know and then um, That sounds fun That sounds perfect Yeah Somewhere I, I can get Like a A post Last call Taco mm-hmm. You know Things like that and mm-hmm.
1: Yeah Heartwarming
0: Oh yeah Warming the cockles <laughs> For sure Yeah So we'll be In and around San Francisco For most of the trip Gonna play some tennis On Saturday morning And then I think Yeah Maybe hit up the East Bay Maybe some of your The spots that are Familiar to you Maybe a little bit of Berkeley North Oakland to Mescal
1: who was the who was the guy I know we're gonna talk about it later this just popped into my little brain but who was the guy who played for the Minnesota Timberwolves who won the slam dunk contest um uh, Isaiah Ryder that's right now do you remember the name of the dunk that he won the slam dunk contest year the year that he won it when Easy he went rider I don't no, know it was the East Bay funk dunk oh right
0: yes Yes. <laughs> the East
1: Bay funk dunk that's right. Let's put that clip on the IG. <laughs> you remember that dunk? He goes yeah. under his ass and hammers it in, I think, or through his legs. I can't quite
0: recall. God, it was a long time ago. With the East Bay Funk Dunk. I feel like he was number 34, like Giannis.
1: You might be right. He was yeah. a good
0: player. I liked him. Isaiah J.R. Ryder. That's
1: right. I think he smoked himself out of the league. <laughs> <gasps> like at the end. Like he had a good run. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was... That whole era... Of, that's a like get no. Maybe progress, he went through
1: his legs. God, I want to know what it is. I know, we'll look at we'll, we'll post it later. We'll look, we'll look it up later. I'm the see- East
0: Bay Funk Dunk. I'm seeing like a a blue the blue with the like, green lettering. You got numbers. it.
1: Sweet jersey.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was a fun one. I want sure. I want it now.
1: I yeah. might when I get home tonight. I might order one on late <laughs> night. <laughs> get that Isaiah one. Ryder. Yeah. T Wolves jersey.
0: Yeah. I'm sure there's a KG one somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll, we'll I go. I want the Isaiah Rider. <laughs> I want the Isaiah
1: Rider now. No, that's great, man. You're going to San Fran. That sounds spectacular. You're flying solo. You'll miss your family, but nice to have a little a little freedom to um, spread your wings
0: and fly. Yeah, I'm just hoping everything goes okay with my Alaska flight. You know, they've had some, some, Alaska. Turbulent, some turbulent times as of late, if, if you don't know. ever since they
1: uh, Ever since they locked up Russell Wilson as their chief spokesperson, they've been... <laughs>
0: The stocksman sliding. It ha- it has. I mean, when you lose doors of your plane mid-flight. <laughs> Could happen to anyone. Kind of ominous. I like mean, keep that seat belt us uh, uh on regardless of what the sign says. Yeah, but yeah. then also recently you you had uh to your brood down there having some experiences. We talked about this a
1: couple episodes on the glossia.
0: Yeah, my partner uh went to Berkeley,
1: University of California four-time academic and athletic all-american no big deal as i humble brag. humble brag about my partner when i had nothing to do with it but i like it um couple weeks spot ago- talent yeah. you can spot <laughs> yes talent. certainly can i guess scout in my own mind wink wink <laughs> valentine's day's coming um a couple weeks ago my oldest daughter and partner were in berkeley she, she took her down there for a little spin around some of her old haunts as you as you mentioned and they went to a couple of Cal basketball games. They went to a women's game on the Friday night and the men's game on the on Saturday on Friday night they saw the women play the beeves of Oregon State in Corvallis on on Friday they saw yes yeah, right and on Saturday they saw the men play University of Washington State Wazoo. Nice and that was a good one too that one went to OT it went to OT. Fast forward to last night, if you're here in Canada, you might have caught a little bit of Cal versus USC and a young uh, LeBron James Jr., a.k.a. Bronny James. Now, Cal is never, never on TV unless it's the NCAA tournament, and they have been uh, pretty bad recently. This year, former Los Angeles Lakers, Mark the Mad Dog, Mad Sid... Has been the head coach. And if you remember him as he, one time Minnesota Timberwolves, and he famously in um, a Lakers um, championship parade said, Who let the dogs out? Ooh, That's right. Ooh. Which is so good. Which it's is so amazing. good. Anyway, so he's coaching the Cal Men's team. Last night, USC and Bronny James Jr. are in town to play. Uh, mentioned Berkeley Bears, and this is an incredible game which is on TSN here in Canada. I'd come back from basketball practice with my daughter and kind of stumble into it, and again, and, so surprised it's on TV. The place its the first time Haas Pavilion in Berkeley has been sold out in seven years. First time it's been sold out in seven years. That's amazing. There's a kid on the team from uh Richmond, actually. Um, so a little local connection for us here on the southern tip of Vancouver Island. This game is electric. The place is rocking on the broadcast... It's on like FUBU or the Pac-12 Network or something. Bill Walton's on the call. Yes. Throw it down, big man. He's doing like stream of consciousness the whole time. (laughs) Fucking fantastic. Bill Walton knows every every player on both teams, on USC and Cal. He knows every player's family. He knows their parents. He knows their siblings. He knows their stories. And he's just like rolling through it in this way that is so... It's so unique now, right? Like it's, and it's so entertaining. It's different. Takes a minute to kind of lock into, but man, it is, it is so much fun. It is so much fun. This game is in Berkeley, as mentioned. Bill Walton's got, got, Long and storied ties to the Grateful Dead, which are still happening. He was talking about going on tour with them this summer. Nice. So much fun. So he's totally in his element, right? It's perfect. They probably haven't done a game from Cal in Haas Pavilion in a while. So, like, the vibes are immaculate, as uh, to quote a famous quote. Yes. I like that. Anyway. <laughs> So great game and it was cool. My point on this is it was cool. I got home from basketball practice with Quincy. I flip it on and and I can see as she's sort of looking at the TV and she kind of recognizes, like, she looks at me. She's like, Dad, I was in this gym like two weeks ago. I was in it twice. That's so cool. It's so cool. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. She's like, I know. Like, she's like pointing out like, oh, well, we sat over there for the women's game. And then we sat over there for the men's game. And I was like, yeah, that's like. That's the best. Like,
0: that's so neat from a sporting context. That's so neat. Oh, yeah. Seminal memories. Like, she'll take that with her forever. And it's just so cool, like, to be able to see that and have those authentic experiences and then see it on tv and it really puts things in perspective for you because she's probably in there thinking this is cool but then you just come home and you see it on tv this is way cooler yeah exactly exactly also
1: too, like even i don't know about you but when i go to like a sporting event like when i went to the white caps playoff game a couple months ago now or whatever it was three months ago now i always i always tape that game or always make sure i catch that game on highlights right because you're at home those of us and if you're listening to this pod you probably are semi interested in sports you probably watch the highlights at night maybe you watch your favorite team or you watch the the Super Bowl that's going to happen this Sunday you watch some of those topical things or whoever your your attachment is to but when you're at when you're there live it's so much different, of course, than the experience watching on your on. In your case, your seventy-two inch TV. So it's I, I, I love going back and watching the highlights of you know when I'm ever at one of these events and and you're there. It's so obviously so different, but it's so cool to, to watch the highlights and r- remember where you were and what was happening in the building where you are. So for my daughter to experience that and um, sort of put sort of put the two together to connect the two was 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 pretty neat. Peak nostalgia. I saw colors that I'd never seen before. That
0: was my Bill Walton. That's, That's all you're going to get.
1: Bill, this was, wasn't bad. Better than mine. I loved... Um, It was Steve Nash's birthday yesterday. I sent you the clip. Mm-hmm. So he was connecting this kid. Um, he's got a really... He's got an Afghan name. So I'm not... I want to try, but I'm not going to butcher it. He's a really good player. He's one of the only five players in NCAA men's hoops who's averaging a double-double. F-A-R-A-Q-I... A-W-A-Y-S, something like that. Anyway, mm-hmm. he's played at a few different teams. And um anyway, so we Bill Walton drops. Oh, it's Steve Nash's birthday. This guy on Cal Farik grew up ac- across straight to Georgia, the the Salish Sea from the mouth of the Fraser. Like all these lines, which I sent you, which is so good, man. That's That's really
0: good. I love it. (laughs) it.
1: And so different, right? So different.
0: Oh, yeah. Not just the standard fare when you flip on a game with the the analyst.
1: Who was the longtime broadcaster of the L.A. Dodgers? Vince Scully. Vin Scully. Now, Vin Scully did things his own way. He was always solo in the booth. He'd tell stories. He had his own gate to the game and rhythm to the game the way that he did it yeah and in in the same sort of context that they're so unique is how Bill Walton calls games he's so entertaining he's and he's different than your average broadcaster I'm not saying he's better but I like I like Bill Walton on a game, and it was fun. And that game went to overtime again. That place was rocking, first sellout in seven years, and it was, it kind of got what well, you can tell. I'm excited about it. it kind of got my my excitement and my juices and my mojo flowing for as we head you know it, into the Ides of March and what's about to happen. Right. So it kind of got me. It had all the ingredients of a good college basketball game, and it kind of got kind of got me going, man. Got me revved up, primed for. Uh for things to come. Prime my pump. Also, as mentioned, LeBron James's oldest son is now on USC and he's playing the game. Uh, interesting. I'm not going to have my take on LeBron. He was shooting free throws and for a guy that's about to inherit or will inherit hundreds of millions of dollars. I kind of felt bad for him a little bit. I was sympathetic to him. He had this cardiac issue, which no one really knows how severe it was. Obviously severe enough. It kept him off the court for quite a while. Yeah. And you can tell he's kind of working his way back up to speed, but I was a little bit sympathetic to him. You can tell he's a really great athlete. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. I got to watch him a little bit more. It's the first time I've really like, zeroed in on a game that he was playing and he played well, but he's not like blowing your mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that that has been what I've heard as well. It's just kind of, I haven't seen him play much, but it's kind of like he, like you said, he's a good athlete, good defender, things of that nature, not an elite guy per se. And like you said, after battling after those, those, uh, health issues as well. It's going to be impactful on anyone, but at the same time you have the scrutiny Mm. The microscope is on you all the time. I imagine... Like an stu- ant on the sidewalk on a hot summer day, that microscope's <laughs> on him. Well, I imagine, too, like you magnifying going, glass. You are, like, the number one target for fans to, like, heckle you Always. and, like, all this stuff. Like, you Always. know how it is. A college ball, like, people will, like, go in on you for, for real, for real. Big time. So, yeah.
1: And there is his parents, Savannah and LeBron James, sitting just adjacent to their bench, USC's bench, And man, LeBron, we've taken some, I've taken some heat when we've kind of ragged on LeBron on the sports gloss here. Sure. And again, we appreciate all the listeners, but boy, did he ever look like a crazy parent in, (laughs) um, on the sidelines there, sipping red wine in a plastic glass, Mm -hmm. right? Which I like, enjoy the game. Your son's playing, but you could tell he was kind of coaching from a distance and, ah, man, LeBron's. Is it, is it a bit harsh to say that I find LeBron's personality a little bit grating? No question one of the, the top three players ever created, but, man, he was just watching him from, oh, I don't know.
0: No, I think you're in the right, and it's fine to he say was, that. He wasn't in his yeah. seat
1: for a good chunk of the game. Like, he's jumping around, and, like, yeah. he's talking, and there's, like, a USC assistant coach coming over to talk to him, then going back to the huddle, then going back to him, and it's kind of like, again,
0: he's arguably the goat, butt
1: what? Can't you just be like chill, chill dad, chill parent?
0: No, I feel you. You would think, and he knows like the he's potentially taking like the spotlight away from his son and stuff. You don't want to be LeVar ball out there. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, it's tough to rein in because you get emotional, right? Like you see your kid sure. out there, you get, you just sometimes it gets the best of you. But at the same time, you got to know just kind of chill. Like, be like uh, like Del Curry. Yeah. Like, you would see him. He's always just kind of relaxed. Yeah.
1: I guess it's, I mean, that's probably part of the ingredients that's made him so great, but I don't know. It didn't, yeah, it just didn't. I thought it was interesting, actually. His, his behavior was kind of interesting. I don't know. I'm not sure what I'm looking for. I guess I just want him to be a little, yeah, a little more chill. I don't want him to be jumping yeah. up and down as much, but, you and know, give me a few years if, you know.
0: Quincy's, Quincy's <laughs>
1: playing ball at Cal as I dream. I'm Maybe I'm doing that too.
0: <laughs> Somebody's got to tell that Kelly got to chill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. Well, you know, we were talking about things going on. We are talking about kids and kind of in the parenting vein, something that came across my desk, as you like to say, I um, was looking at the emails today, the list of tasks that are up and coming for our, our kids in the next little stretch run here. One of them is, valentine's day is is coming oh yeah and that means creating or signing or doing whatever you got to do to get cards to all the people in your kids classes right and i think that's going to be a little chunk of my weekend this weekend is doing a little bit of uh carding carding card creation and you know it's fun it's cool to kind of also kind of sleuth and suss out like relationships yeah like you kind of feel like oh yeah like i have noticed you're giving this kid this thing like what's going on with that or whatever like you you guys buddies you have a play date or whatever it is and i'm not looking to like make it like romantical for, yeah that's not a real world yeah but I'm not, like, i like it i like romantical ro- <laughs> romantic or like sexualized yeah you know seven-year-olds don't do that no but <laughs> It's What's just, the, what are the dynamics? It's the dynamics exactly because yeah. you're sitting there yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, like I can tell like you are like really excited to like because mm-hmm. I know for me one of my love languages that's right I said that out loud uh, hey yeah uh, one of my love languages is like gifting and I and I see those like sometimes with my kids too like where they're just like really excited about a birthday party oh mm-hmm. I really want to get such and such this Lego thing or I want to give this so I'm really curious to see the dynamics in play that. Uh, when we we're making these valentine's cards at the yep. same time i just like really we're making all these valentine's cards what's the plan are you guys um you got
1: the computer we <laughs> <laughs> got yeah. the printer out and the scissors everyone's got scissors and we're cutting and slicing and making sure everyone gets one yeah
0: my wife's really into a diy kind of do-it-yourself kind of a vibe we do a lot of crafts around the house and then as well i think it's kind of cool for the kids to have a little bit of intention like hey my parents no shade like my parents would just take me to the store buy the pack pre-made and we just sign names or whatever dish them out dish them out and that's fine I get that but I think we'll probably spend a little bit more time and it's cool because you can kind of see the kids working at it a bit Mm -hmm. Um, working through the
1: class list writing the names putting as you said putting more effort into people they feel connected to
0: and less effort into people they don't like yeah for sure (laughs) does, <laughs> sorry it's a little slow on that uptake on that one yeah but yes the um it and I, why the ugly kids need a valentine's card. <laughs> <egg. laughs> we have to include everyone yeah. it brought back some memories for me i don't know about you but i have some vivid memories of like just grade school elementary school you know if you had a little crush on someone maybe you give them like a certain you give them a, a certain yeah. card yeah. designated maybe you put like a piece of candy attached sure. to it or something sure. like that you're doing sure. something to maybe kind of show some sort of intentions do you ever have any memories like that in the like grade mm. school per se like where you're like oh i'm mm. like this is my like i want this to be my sweetie so i'm going to put something in here i mean i think i have some I think I have some memories of
1: some feelings. I don't know if I have any memories of um like trying to find a, a spicy card or an exciting card for somebody, but no, definitely some feelings. Yeah,
0: Valentine's Day, man. No Bismarck kebabs. You, uh, you, you got what, what I need.
1: need. Yeah. No. No. But yeah, always a kind of a fun day. Yeah. This is a good segment. Every every girl dad's
0: least favorite day of the year by the way <laughs> it's only gonna get worse by the way yeah i'm well aware <laughs> this is a good segue into our q a with j and j q a with JJ
1: brought to you by cinnamon hearts on valentine's day oh you like them
0: you love them you detest them i don't even know what they are just the the classic valentine's day candy Oh, with the like uh, the script on whatever, like yeah. you up, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you up. I think is a recent addition. Oh, yeah. okay, it's yeah, recent, yeah. But uh, yes, but yes, you get down. Or or what's your Valentine's Day <laughs> like uh, treat of choice?
0: I do like those chalky hearts. I do yeah. like them. Um, yeah. I, you know, I love a just a, a chocolate, chocolate, just yeah. like a heart shaped box. You know, like the... That's a song, Nirvana I think. song, right? Um, just a heart-shaped box, like, oh, what's in this? Take half a bite out of everything so that your partner gets to it and just, like, you've yeah. eaten half of half of all of these. Yeah. you eaten <laughs> half of my heart. <laughs> I didn't like the nougat, I say with a full mouth. But what about you? Do you have any faves for uh, Valentine's Day?
1: Well, my favorite Valentine's Day... Wait, what's the question? Because it, it's sort of food-related.
0: Okay. Oh, well, all right. Yeah. Like... Okay, my question was like, do you have any candies that you really are are partial to? No, I
1: don't have any candies. Okay, I'm gonna okay. Go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip it on you. I'm gonna go savory. Ooh. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go back into my old, my uh my tickled trunk of tricks here, <laughs> Valentine's Day. Tri- <laughs> hey now. <Dale. laughs> um, you know what I used to do. Um, in a previous life for Valentine's Day. This is the nostalgia that I like for Valentine's Day. Okay. I used to go, and I'm a former employee, I must admit. I used to love taking a uh, a current flame, and as I got a little bit older and, and um, or a while ago in a previous life, a previous relationship, I used to take uh used to take a valentine's day date to can, the Canadian establishment that used to be so grand and seems to be faltering by the hour but i used to take a a lady friend to boston pizza hey on valentine's day you know why why two reasons i'd like to sit on the same side of the booth <laughs> maybe t- <laughs> maybe maybe touch a little thigh sure and i'd like to order a heart-shaped pizza oh Hey, now, a little heart-shaped pizza. You can go half and half right down the middle of the heart if you want to put two different ones. That used to be my move on Valentine's Day, JC. I used to do a heart-shaped pizza at Boston Pizza. Same side of the booth. Nice. Nonstop pops. Alcoholic drink if you're interested. Not for me. I like a a cold Coke Zero. (laughs) And a heart-shaped pizza. Were you, Give you, me that Thai chicken, Boston pizza, Thai chicken, and maybe on the other side a little pep and mush or whatever my whatever my gal pal wants.
0: <laughs> All my Italian fans are saying "Mamma Mia!" <laughs> yeah, and Now
1: it must be said that. Again, in a previous life, I did a couple stints at Boston Pizza. I worked in the kitchen, then I worked as a server, then I worked as a bartender. They offered me a lifetime deal. I turned it down. (laughs) So I I do have an affinity for Boston Pizza. I admit that. A biased view. But I loved a heart-shaped crust.
0: It's pretty cool. It's novel. I get it. Were you in the line of vision for sports as well?
1: cuz uh, I tried I tried yeah Boston pizza has some screens that's a good point. Yeah, I try to line up something out of the corner of my eye in yeah. case the conversation got a little low. <laughs> how the how the maple leaves doing? <laughs>
0: that's right.
1: Yeah. That's right. If she's not speaking my love language, then I'll just check it. <laughs> I'll check in on that third period.
0: That's great. Yeah. A uh, little uh, chocolate
1: brownie explosion for dessert if, hey. if one's feeling hey ornerous.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah that the, the yeah, inter- it's, it's, that's me no no i i love it i was gonna ask like about boston pizza and this has always been a. and cur- i haven't been to boston pizza now probably a decade i just okay. it was a there was a time and a place and that that was my move it's a, been a curiosity for me as as a non you know as a newcomer mm-hmm. by the way you got your passport this week as i a, did as a new proud canadian sexy passport it's really cool the the new canadian passport's are real uh, glossy. They got the the red maple leaves on the back, and then on the front, uh, kind of gold finish to it. Mm. Really cool. I didn't, you know, not for the IG. Can't see what's inside. Yeah. But really cool interior. Like it. It's the nicest passport I've ever held. Just aesthetically, and obviously, does the job too. So I'm breaking you, in next. Now week. you've
1: got. Uh, yeah, you are. You are. Well, you'll take your Canadian passport to San Francisco, or your American.
0: Or both. I take both because just to avoid any, avoid any border fracas. <laughs> exactly. They give you. They potentially could give you a hard time. It's easy to get the bonjour, hello, coming back with the the fresh to dress to impress right. Canadian passport, right? Um, instead of like uh, you know a couple extra questions about why you're only traveling on the U.S. passport. In the past, I've when tra- you have a couple of passports in your pocket, do you feel like Jason Bourne? <laughs> I do feel a little bit, uh, you know, I got a little pep in my step. I feel a little like bravado, a little, like, a little special. I okay,
1: you like. know my next question. Okay, you know my next question. You got the Canadian passport.
0: Let's mm-hmm. have the anthem now. Now you're really just riding me on this. I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> not prepared? You got a passport. That's all right. I don't know. I mean, you know, it'll come.
1: You'll be the intro music one
0: day. To the yeah, awesome. exactly. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just belt it out and just attach it to the beginning you're working on it though i'm working on it i do have it i have a window open on my phone (laughs) every day just working on those six lines or whatever it is Uh, (laughs) just like uh, you just keep busting my balls balls. every week gold medalist that's right but uh, back to it boston pizza i was always curious the connection because i don't think of boston when i think of elite pizza you know i think of chicago i think of new york even la has got a decent pizza scene more recently Mm -hmm. but i was always curious like what's the connection with boston do you do you know i'm not trying to be facetious i'm just no no you're right it is
1: interesting that they chose boston yeah no boston not known for for its pizza it's been a while since i read the handbook but um (laughs) yeah i'm not sure Sounded good. I think it's probably I think it's probably all bullshit branding. Yeah. Right? Like I think that's what it is. Yeah, you're right. It's not yeah, Chicago, New York are the pizza places. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it. Um back in the day, back in the day, nah, never mind. I'm not gonna go on a Boston pizza tangent. Long story short, they now serve hamburgers at Boston Pizza and that's and that's where they lost me. Okay. Now now I can't go back. When I used to work there, people asked me, Can I get a burger and fries? And I'd be like, Hit the
0: bricks, buddy. <laughs> read read the story. Hit the bricks. Yeah. Boston pizza. Not
1: Boston burgers. But they sold out. Uh Jim yeah. Trey living of Dragon's Den, his right. son, there's a sporting connection. His son, formerly the GM of the Calgary Flames, now the GM. Of the biggest team in Canada coming off the NHL All-Star Game. He's the GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs. The founder of Boston Pizza's son is the GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Not a bad gig. Not a bad gig considering he probably doesn't need to work.
0: I know. (laughs) It's like uh, our guy, the coach of Atlanta Falcons, his dad's the the head of FedEx. He's like, I'm still going to be out here grinding.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah sure <laughs> me too just like Bronny james jr <laughs> yeah do you do anything special to celebrate with your boo on valentine's day while we're in this realm um thank you for asking no you know what our um
1: our anniversary is the day before valentine's day Ooh. Feb- let's make february 13th our valentine's day there you go that's how the cookie crumbled on that so We may do something on that day, but nothing too exciting.
0: Yeah. Nothing
1: too exciting.
0: Yeah. I literally asked my wife last night. I was like, do you want to do anything? I I veiled it, thinly veiled it. I was like, do you want to do anything next Wednesday? And? She started laughing. Guffaw. A hearty. Guffaw? Guffaw. Oh. And was just like, (laughs) no. Yeah. So I was just like, glad to know we're on the same page. That's why we've been together for so long. (laughs) And then we proceeded to just continue on with the rest of our night there's no <laughs> expectations of doing perfect night. perfect yeah
1: get that Boston pizza takeout there you <laughs> show go. up at home with that hard shape
0: yeah there you go huh bottle of two buck chuck ready to go <laughs> <laughs> let's take a break welcome back to the sports gloss justin jamal i'm gonna talk some nfl we're in the twilight of the season we're approaching the super bowl here and want to hit a few things before we get into some Super Bowl talk. So, looking forward to next year, one of the big things, Philadelphia Eagles are going to be a part of a first for the NFL. Going all the way down to Sao Paulo, going to Brazil, already on the schedule, September 6th, 2024, Philadelphia Eagles will be in Brazil. What do you think about that, JK?
1: This is more Southern. They played some games in Mexico City, But this is the most Southern of any of the big North American sports have gone.
0: Yeah, it's a big deal. I imagine they'll be playing in a huge like World Cup venue. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, I know they've been trying to grow the sport. We were in Germany this year. Are they ever? Yeah. The, The European games, like you said, now down to a
1: monster population of Brazil. This is a big deal.
0: Yeah, I'm really curious to see. And as well, I would remember reading about this. This is if not the first one of the only Friday night games, is a Friday night game. Season opener? Yeah, season opener. It's very interesting to take a season opener, you kind of take something potentially away from a big fan base like Philly and you put them in Brazil, but eh, should be interesting. I'm really curious to see how it all plays out. It'll get eyeballs. Yeah, for sure. Another big thing I saw, and this is kind of music to my ears, NFLPA, the Players Association, did a, a poll or survey and they found that 92% of the current players prefer to play on grass yeah. over turf. Yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it, though? Well, we've talked about, it, even last week, talking about Aaron Rodgers with his uh, Achilles injury, and you often will see these kind of injuries that I think turf plays a big part of. As someone who's had a torn ACL, turf scares the, the shit out of me, and mm. I would rather be on natural grass.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Mm, rg3s sloppy turf in in washington notwithstanding sure that's the exception but you're right i mean all even in in the other football and soccer there's you know they will not even think about playing on anything but natural grass
0: that's true we have seven or six games i believe coming to vancouver yeah in 2026 yeah. which we'll talk about more in the lead up to it but i'm curious what is what gonna, they're gonna do yeah what's gonna be underfoot when we uh, get mm-hmm. to those i don't mind
1: running around on a on a quality turf field but you're right sorry on a on a on an artificial turf field but nothing compared
0: nothing compares to the real deal r.i.p and sinead yeah. yeah for real As well tonight was the NFL Honors, as they've dubbed it now. The award show. That's right. And the big one people were looking at was the MVP and it went to one Lamar Jackson, mm. which is very interesting. I mean, I <laughs> maybe- Bobby Petrino's favorite quarterback. My line <laughs> from last week. That's right. Yeah. Maybe it takes a little bit of a sting out of that loss last week, but he Aye. was, he was a bit subdued. I watched the show and he was a bit subdued giving his, so speech. he should be, I mean, yeah, it's that's fresh wound there. Just like your, your hand but uh <laughs> jokes aside well done <laughs> jokes, well done jokes aside. stitches come out tomorrow morning i can't wait gonna yeah. Can get back on the ice <laughs> yeah. stick handling look out pavel datsuk oh yeah 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 so lamar wins this award and i'm just curious what are your thoughts do you should we just rename this or rework this to basically the, like, quarterback? the quarterback yes best quarterback yes because and the heisman too like, what are we wasting our time? One
1: every thirteen years, we maybe someone else wins
0: league MVP. Yeah, you, yeah, you nailed it. This is the best quarterback in the league. Exactly. Christian McCaffrey won the Offensive Player of the Year, and for me, I thought he. Probably, let's call it. Hey, let's call it the Tom Brady Award.
1: Yeah, let's just call it like it is. Who's the best quarterback in the
0: league? Well said. I love it. Let's just change the name. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. We'll petition the NBA or the NFL, and while we're petitioning them for that. I want to petition them as well to move the GD Super yeah, I'm Bowl. into this. I'm into this because we've talked about it. I think maybe in early days when we first got started on the on the gloss, but a year ago, yeah, that's right. It's been a year. Um, you know, the game Sunday, we're fortunate enough, I'll say, to be on the the West Coast, the best coast. Three o'clock, three fifteen, three thirty start mm-hmm. uh, unofficial, mm-hmm. and then the game's finishing at what six seven. I even saw a prop bet today. Go that finish time finish time oh, and like it was that. over under ten fifteen eastern so seven fifteen western or yeah. P- uh, pacific yeah and just the thought of that and i've told stories on this pod before about going to bed not knowing the outcome and waiting for them old <sighs> waiting Coast. to Don't see know what how the, you do it waiting to see what the newspaper said the next day or waiting to turn on and see what uh, dan patrick and keith olbermann were talking about yep. in the morning and i gotta say like why are we doing this on Sunday nights? And why can't we do it? We have no other show in town right now. Saturday night, mm-hmm. and or, this is
1: the pinnacle. This is the apex of the, of really of not only the NFL season but the you know the North American sporting calendar. Really, really, more eyeballs on this. There's 50 million people watching the semifinals. How many? it gonna be a hundred million people in the United States watching this. Another.
0: Thirty in Canada or something. I'm sure an unofficial holiday. Even the casual fans get involved. We were just talking about the game in Brazil coming up. A lot of people all over the world are getting into it. They're doing it.
1: So, what's the choice? The choices are move it to Saturday. There's obviously no college football here. Can we move it to Saturday to make it sort of encompass the whole weekend? Or, as mentioned, do we give? is Monday a national holiday in in the United States and you know maybe just maybe with your new passport we'll make it happen in Canada too like that's
0: the that's the move either of those work you have a preference I feel like move to Saturday I feel like move to Saturday I think mm-hmm. 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 how many people are going in hung over on a Monday after a Super Bowl hundreds of millions what is, it's like, what's, I bet it's on a par with like that first weekend of March Madness of people like going into work, like the level of effort. Yeah. Like on it's a Thursday low. and Friday of like the yeah. March Madness. Yeah. yeah, It is not optimal. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> meet
1: me where I'm at on that Monday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's see. I'll like, We'll start the petition. We'll see what happens. I'm curious to see if this changes in the next five or 10 years. Um on that same vein talking Let's about go Super Bowl parties. Some Super Bowl parties. Last year we were at your place. Yes, sir. That was a great time. We had
1: lots of fun. This year we the invite didn't go out this year for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> what sorry, what are we thinking about the game this year in terms of the ingredients to a good time?
0: Yeah, so you know, I wanted to I'm really locked into the game this year lock
1: get in me too
0: yeah last year it was great i love the last couple of years actually i've hosted people it's been great and it's it's lovely to catch up with people you know you get to visit with friends you eat a lot of delicious food people bring things mm-hmm. it's great a lot of people it's a lot of fun watching like that's too much show. it's too much but sometimes there's just too much going on and i yeah. kind of thought this year Got a lot going on. Traveling next week. I'd rather just kind of lock in, mm-hmm. watch this game. Mm-hmm. Like just, all yeah, big that's... games that
1: you're rooting, you have a rooting interest in, or you're, or you're just interested in. Like, it's hard to watch it with other people. They want to, you know, yeah. Their their focus might be different than yours, and understandably so. But it's
0: yeah, it's a challenge. I'm excited about third and four at a crucial moment. Some people are excited about the next commercial. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well put. So it's a different vibe this year. I'm just going to keep it low key and, and chill at home. Um, and I'll watch that Usher at halftime. And I know Usher is near and dear to your heart. Yeah, I'm a big Usher guy. I like Usher. <laughs> I like, wait, before we get to Usher, what are what are you going to
1: have on hand Ooh. For, for Sunday to make sure that you're in the right
0: the right state mind you're going to do yeah what's the plan i often will theme it last year we had the kind of like um kind of mexican food if you right. recall case it was rolling yeah i think yeah. it's going to be in a similar vein i actually bought a bottle of tequila today not going to consume the whole bottle yeah but the tequila blanco tequila blanco will mm. be flowing in mm. moderation yes of course and i, I have a couple of other beers on the side uh kind of uh salted lime themed beers Mexican theme yeah warm weather in my mind I see that and then bring on spring or as they say primavera see (laughs) so I'm hoping to do that and we're trying to figure out the dish we're either gonna do something like a kind of a a funny like a pork pork shoulder sandwich you've had when we've done that before, you've had that with the broccoletti and the provolone. It was a delight. We either do like a slow-cooked thing there, or we might just do like a really hearty uh, kind of chicken nachos, like just a big sprawling plate. Like sure. Win-win. Win-win. Yeah. Guac, salsa. Guac. Yeah. All the good things. Queso. Okay, what about you? What are you rolling with? I think you got to go... I like, I like
1: the latter option you provided, right? You don't want anything too heavy, and you want to be able to graze. Yeah. Right? So I think... You know, keeping something that you can have small amounts through the course of the game. I think that's the key.
0: Yeah, right.
1: What do I need? I yeah, I'm with you. I need um, I'm I got all the queso ingre- queso ingredients in my fridge. I'm gonna roll some queso. I'm gonna roll some some tasty bevies, as you mentioned, and that's that's all that I need. Spare me the chili. Spare me the burgers. I don't need the pizza chicken wings i'll definitely get down with i'll definitely get down on some chicken wings if they if that how if that develops but keep it light keep it sprite and um (laughs) yeah that's all i need
0: flat top gonna be in action flat top won't
1: stop um you know what i'm not exactly sure okay i'm not exactly sure i hope so
0: yeah yeah the
1: football gods allow it i will (laughs) definitely gonna make some queso on the flat top Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That'll be good. I one more thought here. You're talking Ooh, about wings. oh I just got hungry. <laughs> I know. Um, you're talking about wings. I want wings, but I was consulting my uh, my sous chef, my wife, and yeah. she was just like, ah, I don't know if I really want to deal with wings. So if it if it, it might be a solo dough, it might be a solo mission. Yes. I might cheat, maybe, and do like an air fryer wings or like salt and pepper or whatever or yeah. like have like a, a dip on the side we got
1: to talk air fryer sometime okay that sounds good
0: yeah but that's my my contingency plan that's my plan b yeah. if we don't do nachos or if we do it also go one less uh, uh, go i'm fucking amped go now. i'm amped now go tachos Mm-huh. yeah that's right tachos yeah tater tots in the form of Nachos. Oh, I like that. Yeah, you're going to need some melted cheese for that too. It's that similar vessel to the chips. I love that.
1: I love that.
0: Tachos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's nachos.
1: I've never heard them describe that as that. <laughs> Name that. Learn something new every day. That'll get you ready for a little time in the United States too. A little, t- <laughs> little tater tot and yeah. some American cheese. There you go. That sounds good. Yeah, it might be. I, they, I mean, uh, any of those options I think is perfect.
0: Yeah, I think any of those. Yeah. yeah. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Can't
1: wait. Bart Scott voice. Can't wait. Hope <laughs> right. whatever you're doing for Super Bowl out there... If you're taking it in, you have a great time, listeners.
0: Because um, yeah, it's it's always a fun it's a fun day. Yeah, even if you're not a fan, like just the 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 build up, the, uh, yeah the pageantry, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of pageantry, Usher halftime thoughts thoughts. Yeah, yeah. what Excite, excited for Usher? What are What are the, what are your dream? What's your dream? Hold playlist? on, I wrote,
1: I wrote down my top three Usher songs, and it was hard as hell to break it down to I three. Bet so. Yeah, no, I'm. I I'm I ride with Usher. I'm going top three uh, Usher songs. I I won't. It won't be on there. It won't be on there. But I would love to hear. You don't have to call featuring Ludacris. On that's the remix that I like They won't, he won't play that song you don't know that's my favorite that's my favorite uh, number two I, I'd love to hear Bad Habits that's one of his more recent joints that's a good track I like that song maybe that one gets in there you know we're gonna hear yeah blah, blah, little John I, you know anyway whatever and then he's got one he's got one called Same Girl which won't make the list but if you know you know that's a, that is a deep cut and uh, yeah, I like Usher. I can't wait to see him dance. I feel like he's our age. I mean, the guy's got hits for days. He's got ass for weeks. <laughs> Don't stop, get it, get it. He, uh, I think he's going to do well. I'm interested to see who he pulls out. Yes. We're in Vegas. Let's not forget we're in Vegas. Who are good? the cameos going to be? Mm-hmm. You know, a couple years ago, we had the, the M&Ms, the Dr. Dre's, the Snoop Dogs of the world who had some great cameos. Last year, we had pregnant Rihanna. She brought out a couple of people. She did really well last year. Go back to episode two, three, four of The Gloss, a lifetime ago on The Gloss. So I th- I'm excited for Usher. I, I kind of like Usher. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into the halftime show. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, I'm excited too. I think Little John will make it appear. I can see ludicrous. I see the whole Atlanta kind of family there. Will he get a haircut during the performance? Because he's got the fucking tightest yeah. hairline. He always yeah. for years. Like I'm just always amazed. I'm like this mother gets haircuts yeah. daily.
1: Yeah. Oh, he's and you know we're like right now we're at. We're recording on a Thursday night. Game's happening on Sunday. You know he's getting
0: his rest. Oh, yeah.
1: He's not up at 1045. He's shutting it down. Hydrating. He's got cucumbers on his eyeballs.
0: My <laughs> like skin's going to be just glistening. Oh, yeah. oh. Do you? So, Usher, staying with him for a minute. Where do you rate him as best, like, performers, dancers like Michael he's Jackson high on my list. Chris Brown. Like where yeah. is he on that list for you?
1: Your pal uh, Virginia native Chris Brown. He's high on my list. I'm I'm putting him like top 3 in my world. Remember okay. when he when he first came out he was like he had he had the moves, he had the swagger, his songs were hot, he had the up tempo, he had the the like same girl, he had the mm-hmm. the sultry mixes, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs>
0: confessions yeah well done these are
1: my confessions yeah, yeah he's got it all man. i yeah i think he's hey for me he's talk, clearly i'll stop gushing on him as we enter valentine's day i'm into it still gets
0: your vote for sexiest man alive <laughs> he still does <laughs> he still does i love it i love yeah. it uh i alluded to earlier talking about commercials and i was just kind of going back through the uh the memory banks here and thinking about some of my favorite commercials you know what i kind of landed on a lot of Budweiser commercials, and I know Bud is a, like very like mid beer, and that's probably why they have so much money invested in their advertising. Mm-hmm. But I was just thinking, as like as a kid, as a kid, which is funny, but I was invested in this like Bud Bowl. I don't know if you remember the Bud Bowl. They put like the little football helmets on the beer oh, bottles, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're like,
1: yeah, the commercials always such a big part of it. Yes, I
0: yeah. remember the Bud Bowl. So with the Bud Bowl, we had the Bud Frogs, like the like Bud. Wise, that were. was fun. It was all right, and then the um, kind of a plague, if you will, but the Waza ah.
1: plague is and well now put and that you're was... welcome,
0: listeners, because you're gonna that's gonna be stuck in your ears right. for the next three weeks.
1: Plague is perfectly worded. Yeah,
0: so they had that, and then another one that was my favorite: Terry Tate, office linebacker.
1: Who is if Terry you know, you Tate? Know. Is um, Terry Cruz.
0: I think so. I think so. And it was just the whole premise of that. If you don't know. Is essentially um tackling co-workers in the office. <laughs> they had a linebacker, a fearsome linebacker that whose sole purpose was to keep you on task at work. If you're at the water cooler I could
1: use one of those
0: <laughs> if you're at the water cooler too long, if you're at the copier like messing right. around, if right. you're in the lunch taking a lunch break on a little <laughs> long. You know, just if you're just lollygagging, if you're microwaving if, fish, if you're, well, yeah, for sure. There's Terry Tate screaming at you, I like that, getting you on the straight and narrow. I like so that. So look that up on YouTube. One of my favorite uh, commercial series from the 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 Super Bowl. Do you have any that pop into your head at the moment? No, that's mostly
1: that's mostly all I can think of. Yeah. Mm i, I other... mean I'm, in, I'm into the i'm into the commercials yeah. you know as much as one can be here in canada when we can't really see them sure but yeah I, I like all of those those are all those
0: are all big like big hits yeah and there's like other like honorable mentions i just like been some cool dorito stuff uh, betty white there's been uh michael buble our four mentions psychedelics right. a connoisseur right doing some different things but yeah um sorry, I was just googling how old Rush uh, 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 uh
1: Rusher, <laughs> how old Usher is. What's your guess? He's actually
0: 46. Great guess. How old is he? He's 45. Oh, he's just a year older than me, basically. He was born in 78. All right, yeah, I'm an 80 baby. That's cool. He's still got it. He's still got it. Well, we're gonna see. Oh man, I can't wait. Um, let's talk about the game. <laughs> We, we talked about the buildup, and talk about the game. Um, Super Bowl Fifty Eight, LVIII. If you're keeping score at home, this is a rematch of Super Bowl Fifty Four, when Kansas City won thirty-one to twenty. A few of the names on the back of the jerseys have changed. We've gone from, you know, Jimmy G to mm. Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill is no longer a Kansas City uh, Chief. He made that big catch that kind of changed the game in the, in the previous. Um, previous matchup handsome jimmy g seems like a long time ago i know he's and he's, Is he still in the league i don't know maybe and if, if so i don't know if he's a starter in vegas he's next year. cfl in a couple years yeah yeah we thought he was gonna be the next joe namath and he's looking kind of more like a uh i don't know it's a backup these days yeah he had his moments but yeah things have yeah changed. let's talk game yeah things have changed um, some things have stayed the same we still have got uh, Andy Reid in the mix and, and Kyle Shanahan. And, and some of the storylines that come to mind for me, can Kyle Shanahan win the big one? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's, you know, lost this one and then was a part of that, uh, you know, a- Atlanta Falcons fans uh, earmuffs. But 28-3, mm-hmm. Patriots come back. He was, he was Offensive the Offensive
1: genius, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Great lineage. His dad was former coach of the Denver right.
0: Broncos. Mm-hmm. So that's a a question I'm asking as well. And then a couple more here. Mahomes, this would be, if he wins, this is his third Super Bowl. Um, This is the third consecutive week they've been underdogs as well, which is, you know, something they're unaccustomed
1: to. 49ers favored by two uh, at the moment on the uh, Betstamp app. Again, shout out to our partners at Betstamp.
0: 49ers favored by two. Dance with the devil on that one, JC. <laughs> I know. That's a tight, tight one. Uh-huh. And then the other uh, story here, I mentioned Jimmy G and moving to Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, you know, Mr. Relevant, zero to hero. I think if he wins this one, it's quite a story
1: it's a very big story
0: yes he's got the guys around him and he's been called a game manager but we had this discussion before he can get the job done so curious to see if the moment's too big for him see how he performs he's usually been starting kind of slow in games and then kind of coming on late that Detroit game they were colder colder than the other side of the pillow and then they got things done let's not forget it was only
1: a couple years ago that GM of the 49ers which is John Lynch, maybe one of the best safeties the NFL's ever seen, right? Hard hitting John Lynch. It's only a couple years ago that that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan drafted Trey, not Songs, Trey Lance. <laughs> Trey Area. Right? Yeah. And and that he Trey Lance was supposed to be the next quarterback for the 49ers. He was supposed to be the next big deal. And somehow, some way, thanks to Brock Purdy, the last pick in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant, they managed to hang on to to not only stay relevant, they're in the conversation, and Trey Lance has moved on. He's now a backup in in Dallas, and, you know, you, you botch a you- I think they took him second overall. If memory serves, trades were made. They traded up for him. The, that's right, and and it didn't work out yet. Here they all here they are in the Super Bowl. You know, a GM and head coach draft a quarterback that flops 10, 10 times out of ten. Normally, you find <laughs> your ass on the street, yeah, right, without a job. But these guys have
0: have hung on thanks to uh, thanks to Brock P. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's it's wild. And also it's afforded them the ability to really stack the deck of uh, cards with everybody else. We have McCaffrey's, Ayuk, Debo, right. Kittle, the right. defensive line that they've got because they're just yeah. paying this kid yeah. pennies to what Mahomes is making, yeah. right? Still in this rookie deal. Last question I have here as far as legacy is this. If Kansas City gets the job done and wins, four – They've been in four Super Bowls out of the last five years. Andy Reid, they win this. Is he the second best coach ever?
1: Remember the knock on Andy Reid that he was a poor game manager when he was in Philly with Donovan McNabb and his chunky soup. Remember that? Like, <laughs> yes. The rant that he couldn't handle the end of game stuff.
0: Boy, has he turned that narrative around? It helps when he got fifteen and eighty-seven. But true, for sure. true, true. But, but what was the question? Sure. What was the question? Is if he if they win on Sunday, mm-hmm. is Andy Reid? Number the, two? Number two behind Belichick. Hmm. Hmm.
1: In like our era as forty around 40-year-old? 40 sure. sure, yeah. Yeah, I think he is. Mm-hmm. I think he is. I got one for you. If they win on Sunday, is Mahomes the second best
0: quarterback of all time? I say yes. Mm-hmm. I say yes. I feel like he's our, Is he already a Hall of Famer? He wins Sunday and never play, takes a snap again. He's a Hall of Famer three super bowls
1: i know crazy. it's crazy
0: it's a short career mm-hmm. uh, by kind of modern standards but just think about what he's done i don't have the numbers in front of me for like the stats but the stats are impressive too but goddamn, he just wins
1: yeah yeah he's so good the arm angles the way he throws
0: it his weird voice his <laughs> odd wife <laughs> the ability to play so well when you have a tummy <laughs> I don't know if anyone saw those photos. Oh, we saw it. The anti dad bod squad. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's a motivator. He's uh
1: he's an inspiration. Oh yeah. Um let's get back to the game for a second. Uh and you know I like to do in my poor Chris Berman impersonation. Who you got?
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I said it before, I'll say it again. I can't go against 15. I think Kansas City gets it done. I think it's going to be tight. They're, they'll cover because they'll win. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be it's going to be tight. I, I'm sorry to say this, and this is no offense to you and the Michigan family, but Jake mm-hmm. Moody, the kicker for San Francisco, has been a little shaky. Yeah, he he's been shaky. shaky. He's good all year. He's been a little shaky. We're indoors, so there won't be the elements to to factor in. But rookie. Big kicked at the big house. He'll be fine. Big, Go on. Big, big, <laughs> big moment. Rookie. Yeah, know? it's a lot. Yeah. Could come down to that. Right. You know? Uh, maybe he's distracted by the sphere in the distance (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) But, but jokes aside i think uh kansas city 27 san francisco 24 that's
1: good that's good that's good now I kind of think I'm gonna lay my cards on the table. I think it's crazy to bet against Patrick Mahomes or root against Patrick Mahomes if you're just a, a neutral in this game. However, for the interest of the pod and the greater good of humanity, I hate as a as a Seattle Seahawks fan. I don't like to do this. So rooting for it would be a bit strong, but I think I think the 49ers are gonna win. Mm. I think the 49ers are gonna win. Okay. I think Brock Purdy gets it done. I think yep. Christian McCaffrey gets it, gets it rolling downhill. AKA White Lightning. <laughs> I just made that
0: up. No, it's <laughs> great. I love it.
1: Um I like Patrick Willis on defense. He's balling out.
0: Hey, yeah, He should the- still be playing. He should still be playing. Where is he? Inducted to the Hall of Fame tonight. I know. Oh, like well, was know- he? Yeah, yeah. Oh no. I what? think you only played eight or nine years. I, I didn't know, realize that, it was
1: a brief stint. That's my point. Yeah. And I didn't know that. That's cool. Um to be different, to so we're on opposite sides. I'll I'll go with the 49ers against my Seahawks rooting interest and my, my Ricky Waters tattoo. I'll take give me the Niners. I'll take the Niners. I'll I'll lie on the grenade. Another spicy chicken sandwich on the board. Ooh. Put it on the board. Bring one back from San Fran with that. Maybe it's wrapped in little San Francisco treat. I don't know. <laughs> you could be down there and they could be basking in the glow or seasonally depressed from the outcome of this game in a week's time.
0: That's, That's cool. That's a great call. Yeah, I'll be down there with the aftermath. And, and it's funny because I'll be rolling with some Kansas City fans. And, uh, Oof. and yeah, it's going to be an interesting interesting weekend because, like you said, it's it's either like when did the Giants start? Or uh you know people looking forward to the m l b season, or it'll be just kind of like we're on day whatever six of this bender, yeah, yeah, to uh try and get through this,
1: and when Sunday's over, the Super Bowl will be finished Jamal and we'll we'll turn the calendar just like puxitani Phil we'll keep it moving into a new season, and we'll be we'll be deep in the meat of the order of the n h l and the n b a season. And, and we'll be talking about that here in our special way on the Sports Gloss Jamal. But the NBA trade deadline was today kind of a sneaky, sneaky big day. No crazy, crazy big blockbusters, no superstars, no all-stars shifting places, but still some kind of fun trades. Let's briefly, as you would say, briefly hit on it. What stood out to you on the NBA trade deadline
0: Big one was Bojan Bogdanovic going from Detroit, the bismal Detroit Pistons, mm. and moving to New York Knicks. Knicks are the two seed right now. He's a shooter. Hard to
1: believe the Knicks are the two. I know. They're adding pieces.
0: They're adding pieces. They obviously um, had took your guy, O.G. Ananobi, Precious Achua from Toronto, and they've been successful with that.
1: O.G.'s out for the next three weeks elbow.
0: Right. Saw that. He's
1: too. got that tennis elbow. He's got that Oak <laughs> Bay Rex Center tennis elbow just like you, dog.
0: That's right. That's right. It gets us all, all the, the best of us. Uh, but uh, Boogie Bogdanovich, he can mm-hmm. shoot the three ball. And I think nice it's player. a uh, – Maybe not a defense of, like, there, but you've got other guys to do it. And, like, you know, you're so reliant on Brunson and – uh, Randall and Randall, thank you. So mm-hmm. it's nice to have an addition here. So they that,
1: traded away Quentin Grimes today, which was interesting. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah. So Grimes going the other way, a couple other players that was interesting. Another one that was interesting and kind of weird. Oh, yeah, he was part of that Bogdanova trade. Yes, right. The other thing that got me was this Gordon Hayward. The corpse of Gordon Hayward moves from Charlotte to uh, Oklahoma <laughs> City, yeah. Yeah, no one can, I'm still lasered into my mind seeing his yeah. leg just fold. Oh, I was
1: just going to say, I, when you mention his name, I start thinking about my knees.
0: <laughs> I'll never forget, it was opening night. Yeah. Yeah, just going up for an alley-oop and then... His first game with Charlotte. Boston. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and then they said, he, yeah. he sent him to Charlotte. Then
1: they had to get rid of him.
0: Yeah, but he goes to Oklahoma City, maybe some better... upstart.
1: Thunder, if you will.
0: That's right. Yeah. SGA and uh, and Chet Lou Dort. That's right, Lou Dort. Yeah, uh, pride of of Quebec,
1: Montreal. Yeah,
0: yeah. So Hayward goes the other way. And speaking of um, Canadian players as well, talking about Dort, Olenek Kelly Olenek, local BC fave goes Big to Kelly, Toronto. yeah, Big Kelly goes to Toronto. I like that. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, so he. I wonder if they're just like we're gonna assemble. A crew of Canadians. We got R.J. Barrett. They now. should. They should. I felt like I was like I was waiting. I was like, is Wiggins next? Like I was like, is Wiggins going to? There get was the, and there were signal?
1: there were sort of rumors of that too that that Golden State might want to move off of of Canadian Andy Wiggins.
0: Yeah, yeah. Didn't happen though. But you got a Linux. I'm curious with like a Linux and Pertle how that's going to work. Yeah. We'll see how that all strikes out. Did the did the Raptors?
1: Sort of empty the cupboards today. They traded uh, German Dennis Schroeder yep. uh, to Brooklyn for Spencer Dinwiddie, who they're who's a, a good player and a, a longtime scorer in the NBA. Who are reportedly they're going to waive. Yep. Right. So are they just dumping salary? Are they sort of stocking restocking the
0: shelves? What do you think? I heard some numbers here. Schroeder's contract's like 12 milli and then one year though. Yeah, and Din Dinwiddie's are up around twenty. So. They, Schroeder and Thad Young. Thad Young, by the way, I like Thad Young. Thad Young, eighth team, I think he's like moving into Jeff Green territory. He's like, uh, I think uh, thirty-five years old, just like you. And um, anyway, I'm (laughs)
1: twenty-eight.
0: Sorry, excuse me. Um, But yeah, Thad Young moves the other way too. Dinwiddie, they'll drop him, and I bet this is this is you know LeBron is is Wants to scoop him up. He's just like. The you know, waiver
1: wire of... special, baby. Oh yeah. Uh just back to Kelly O'Linick for a second, while again we're here in the province of British Columbia. Kelly O'Linick's dad, I, I think I'm right on this. Kelly Olinick's dad was a longtime athletic director for Thompson Rivers University. Oh, T R U. And and Kelly O'Linick in his as a kid, like grew up in Scarborough. Okay. Like, was raised, spent some formative young years, young years in Toronto, and then moved out west later in life. Uh, as they moved around for his dad's job again, he was at uh, Thompson Rivers in Kamloops for a while and then went on to play his college basketball at. Is he a Gonzaga Zag? He is a, a Gonzaga Zag. Love it. Yeah. 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 Interesting, eh? Yeah. He's been in the NBA for a long time now, too. Good for him. Another yeah. long haired,
0: long haired fellow like me. <laughs> he's got staying power, he's developed that three point shot, you know
1: that's the rock too a little bit he's a good player
0: big body can bang a little bit down low so i like kelly Olynyk's game he's a, he's a useful player yeah yeah i have a lot of boston celtic fans in my life who really mm-hmm. have a reverence for him mm-hmm. he had a good time there mm-hmm. so i'm curious to see how things shake out there with him in toronto it's cool to see people come back home figuratively you know like you said like the scarborough connection there um other just brief things here pj washington from charlotte the exodus continues Moves to Dallas. Dallas, you have to look at... I mean, the West is tough. The other day, we had four teams that were tied for first, which is crazy. And Dallas is kind of in that mix. Grant Williams and Seth Curry go to uh, Charlotte. Seth Curry, kind of a homecoming for him as well. And then... Yeah, good point. Yeah. And then the last two that stand out for me here, I'll do them in kind of reverse order. Uh, Xavier Tillman and Springer. I can't remember his first name. Maybe Jared or Jalen. One of those... Uh, we're
1: talking Grant Williams, formerly of the Celtics, too? Yeah. That Grant Williams? That Grant Williams. He was a big pickup for Dallas in the offseason. They know. were excited
0: about him. They shipped him. Yeah. That quick, hey? Yeah, just like Man, that. Truth fickle, hurts. Fickle business, yeah. But uh, Boston kind of gets a big body and an a athletic wing. We'll see if that adds a little bit to their playoff push. But the interesting one here, and what I'll end on, is this. Pat Bev leaves Philadelphia and goes to the Bucks. And I don't know if you saw it today, but he had a little social media thing going on where he's like, well, guess I got to straighten out my relationship with Dame. Because if you don't know, now you know. Pat Bev, who, I mean, will pick a fight with a a chair. Sure he will. (laughs) Him and uh, Damian Little are not best buds, let's yeah, say. They've had a couple run ins. They've had some run ins. So it's kind of interesting that they're going to be sharing a locker room now. So I'm curious to see if Pat Bev can, you know. Did you see the clip from Pat Bev's podcast? Another. And we're now in
1: this world where current NBA players have podcasts, <laughs> yeah. right? Draymond Green, Pat Bev. We just talked Paul about George. The, Paul George. We just talked about the Kelsey brothers having one in football, right? That's that's where we're at where you're at and and again we appreciate you for listening because Lord knows you got a lot of options out there <laughs> um, um, I guess he spoke with interesting that the Philadelphia Philadelphia 76ers trade Pat Bev when they made other moves they got Buddy healed, They they were sort of sort of they're going all in they're going for it right but they move out defensive stopper pat bev who I kind of am more and more liking every year but they they decide to trade him and i saw a clip from pat bev's pod today where he talks to 76 er gm daryl morey long time previously gm of the houston rockets and daryl morey tells him on the phone today i'm not gonna trade you i'm not gonna trade you yikes a couple hours later a couple minutes later Again, tootaloo loser, you're gone. <laughs> right? Like yeah. wild.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's the business. Is everyone just ours?
1: full of shit these days, Jamal? Like is just
0: everyone just a liar. Do you saw I saw a clip of one of the Morris twins getting the key to the city of Philadelphia and he got immediately got traded today? Last week he was getting the literally getting the keys to the city. And Real. now he's he going to be bought out and he's going to end up on like the Clippers or like yeah, Lakers or something. yeah. Yeah.
1: Wherever, wherever his brother is.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fake bullies. Yeah. Whatever they with do. With
1: matching tats.
0: Yeah, exactly. Whatever they do, they know that they will not fuck with Jokic. <laughs> True. <laughs> anyway,
1: interesting day in the NBA. NBA trade deadline. Always fun. Man, what a day for those guys that we mentioned and others. Just... As you're going about your day Maybe you're playing, you got a game Maybe you got to practice, you got to shoot around Maybe it's an off day But God, you got to be watching your phone like a hawk Oh yeah Just seeing, I'm not talking Trey Young You got to see if anyone's calling you What What's happening You got your agent on the blower Got to be a weird day for these For the In this case, these men Getting paid millions of dollars, being compensated But got to be a really interesting day In their lives every year
0: Reminds me of cut day uh, after a tryout. So, yeah, I mean, you probably didn't have to worry about that because you were an elite player. But for me, it was just sweating, <laughs> always gripping, gripping, w- wondering. Just sitting in that third period English class, just wondering: Is, is the name- sign up yet? Is my name going to be there? Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna hit a little bit of the best of the rest briefly here. Best of the rest. Uh, From the start, we're just going to take a tour of uh, everything else that's going on in the world of sports, as we like to do. Nick Saban to college game day. Now, apparently this was the fait accompli.
1: Apparently this was always going to happen. Okay. I listened to Richard Deitch podcast with Paul Feinbaum, sports media-based podcast. Apparently, um, Nick Saban going to ESPN has been in the works for a long time. Now, if you remember this year, he got started with – with uh, I almost said your guy as a joke, as a joke. <laughs> Pat McAfee he was getting paid to go on the Pat McAfee show this year every yeah. Thursday or something like that. Um, but he apparently he's going to join Game Day. Apparently he's going to do a lot of the ESPN stuff. He's seventy three. He's going to get off the pontoon boat with Miss Terry and put down the sweet tea and do some of this. It's just, it's just hard for me. Again, it's just hard for me. A, a coach, as he stood up there in front of the Alabama screen with his bottle of Coke you know, on the podium, and just had so much contempt and dislike for reporters asking him questions. It just seemed to make these men and women feel like absolute bags of shit and so stupid for their questions. <laughs> right? And they're and questioning. For him to this quickly, this quickly, 10 days later or whatever it is, to turn around and sign with ESPN and and become another talking head. Now, maybe, just maybe he might be interesting, but I don't like this. It rubs me a little bit the wrong way. This is a guy who always, always, always sort of disliked the media. And um, he did a local show in Tuscaloosa from like a pizza parlor where he got a little bit more loose. He had a little bit of that marinara on his face. <laughs> Shout out to our guy, Rick Patino, But but he always, when you saw him in these press conferences, win or lose, he wasn't very emotive. He wasn't no. very entertaining. He wasn't very engaging. You know, like I'll look for another E adjective. But so for him this quickly to jump to ESPN, Jamal, I don't love it. But it just, again, goes to show that college coaches are just liars and bags of shit.
0: I got three questions for you. If I Go can on. Remember. Three cues. So is the panel going to be too crowded now? You got Desmond Howard. Well, I think this is going to move Corso out. Okay. Legal. Is he going to murder Corso no. on Yeah, absolutely. live on camera? Yeah. That was one of my questions, actually.
1: I know it's good. He may, he may. I think there'll be a passing of
0: the torch, or in this case, yeah. the
1: mascot head. Yeah. Right. I think this probably uh, is going to make a nail in the coffin joke. I think this. <laughs> I think this probably p- pushes Corso out, well, and not just because I I ride with Corso. I like Corso. I still, you know, he's border, scooter. B- he's borderline if he can still do it, but. But I like Corso, but I think now this is like the new coach, right? Yeah. Like we got a new coach. So, yeah, I think this is probably the end of Corso. And, you know, I think if you've been watching college game day on Saturday mornings from 6 to 9 Pacific, you realize that Corso's probably come to the end of his run as yeah. wonderful and as fun and as he is. But, yeah, uh, if you get Corso out of there, I think it's okay. I mean, I was just shitting on McAfee, but McAfee's entertaining. Yes. And I like I like him on college game day. I don't get into his show. I don't listen to his podcast, but I like him on game day. And, you know, Herbie, if he just let his fucking golden retriever stay at home, that'd be nice. <laughs> Again, my opinion.
0: Yeah, legendary. I will always remember McAfee's pick when he riled up the uh, the Georgia crowd and yeah. then went Alabama. Yeah. Like, that was pretty legendary yeah. i thought but my my last bit here was yeah. this um for you more difficult to watch on a saturday on these shows urban meyer or nick saban urban meyer
1: urban meyer Urban Meyer is more difficult to watch for me. He's <laughs> such a piece of garbage. He's a hot, flaming piece of garbage. Yep. And he should be scooped up and, and thrown in the dumpster, Urban Meyer. The guy's <laughs> an absolute joke in every sense of the word. I was just going to say, to go back to Nick Simon, it feels good that the Wolverines kind of put that final, that final <laughs> L in his column and then sent him on his merry way. I like that. I'll yeah. take that. Not today, Satan. <laughs> Tell me how you
0: really feel. Sorry. No, I, I love excited. it. It's I wasn't going to do that in 2024. <laughs> That's good. We'll move on. We'll talk a little NHL now. Your guy, Elias Lindstrom, I think is his name. I Elias. Just, yeah, I just ordered the jersey. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna wear it next week on the pot. You got
1: two for, Eliases now for the for the reals. Yeah, two Swede Eliases. Eliases.
0: Yeah, makes uh, his debut for the Canucks the other day and scores two goals. Mm-hmm. Instant impact. What are your feelings and thoughts around that? Well, like I said last week, this guy's
1: gonna just just um extend the lineup add scoring add defensive plays on pp1 or 2 canucks lost to the hated bruins tonight memories of um Deesh. 2011 but um yeah i mean the canucks are rolling right now i'm i'm back as mentioned last week i'm back watching the canucks now that we're in the second half of the season i'm not getting ahead of myself but i'm back riding with the canucks i'm going to continue Continue to keep trying to um, infiltrate you with Canucks info and just kind of try and pull you into this this vector of sports pain, so that um, you can feel it when it all falls apart. But the Canucks are hot. I like the pickups. Yeah, we just coming off All Star weekend when we had all of this Brock Besser. Yeah, it's all
0: there, JC. It's all there. Were they rioting on Robson Street tonight after that loss to Boston? <laughs> no, but.
1: But they, uh, but exactly, it might, it might conjure up some memories. I remember being in Vancouver for that game and smelling the tear gas and, yeah, what a choke job.
0: We'll talk about that another time. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Might run into that tomorrow night. (laughs) We'll see. Edmonton Oilers, you're talking about the All Star break. um, Kind of actually a setback for them because they're nine days off proves to be too many. Yeah. 16 game uh, win streak snaps. It's Corey Perry's fault. It's Corey Perry's <laughs> fault. Every, he's Hide like, your mom, Connor. <laughs> he's the scapegoat for the season for yeah. anybody.
1: Yeah, too many days off. You're right. The, the Oilers lose. What a streak at 16.
0: Yeah, and I want to uh, change gears here and talk a little bit of college basketball. Oh, Juju, nice. Juju nice. Watkins, uh, women's player. I, I, she's been in With my... With USC. Yes, when, been in my consciousness. Freshman. Freshman, heard of, like. Hey, uh Bronny has been the one that's getting all the hype, but mm-hmm. she dropped fifty one the other night and it was against I believe it was against Stanford, who is a good has a good team. Tara Vanderveer, all time wins Lins leader, coach, coach. Cameron Brink that
1: Yeah. The, oh yeah, New Balance uh quality four or five in the women's game, one yep. of the
0: best players in the women's game. Yeah. So this is a big deal. Fifty one? Fifty one. We're we're Damn. On, we're on our way, like we'll talk about. Tell this. me how that tastes. Oof. Fifty burger in the college game too, like less time to work with, and how many points they score in that game? They probably only scored seventy three. Yeah, I know she was she was maximizing, and she's been flying all year. Like she's fun to watch. She's great, great handle, can shoot three ball, does a little bit of everything. I really like her game. Um, She's in that that es-
1: that upper echelon of um, w- college women's players that are worth watching. The Caitlin Clark's, the yep. um, Reese Angel Reese, yep. Now Juju Watkins, there's a Ali Edwards and Paige Beckers with uh, UConn. Oh yeah, like these women are worth are worth watching. Also, too, why I think the women's game is on the rise. And, it, and they're getting more viewers than ever. And, and partly last year in the tournament, that was the Caitlin Clark effect. But now, I mean, in women's college basketball, they stay for two, three, four years. They don't have yep. the big money waiting for them in the pros, right? So you get to know them more. You get to watch them more. You get to attach yourself more to them, which you don't get in the men's game, right? So you we get to see Juju Watkins... Do this for another two or three years, and that's kind of neat. That's kind of exciting. And then you kind of, you're, you know, you get more into it.
0: And and it's a good it's a good thing. Like that's a it's a shortcoming of the men's game. Oh, for sure. Juju Watkins is an all time handle, but also Kiki Rice is another Great one. Great handle, yeah. Kiki Rice. I uh, just wanted to point out. We have post. I posted it on the the Instagram the other day. She has a Jordan and IL deal, and she has a unique colorway. She's UCLA uh, ball player, and it's cool just to see. First of all, I was like, a, I want to say it was like a rose. I can't remember the colors, but it's on our Instagram. Anyway, it was really a little rose, yeah, a little pink, light pink, 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 little blue. And it's just cool that she's getting a deal and getting this, uh, getting this shine right now too. But like. Yeah, I think things are changing coming up. Uh, as you mentioned, Caitlin Clark, I'll be remiss to say this. If I didn't say this, she is approaching the all-time scoring record. I think she is slated to early March eclipse uh, Kelsey Plum. Right. Ex-University uh, of Washington Husky. Plum dog. Yeah, current, that's right.
1: Current um, Las Vegas Aces WNBA player, back-to-back champions. That's right. One of your
0: favorites. Yeah. <laughs> We were just talking about Juju dropping 51. Apparently, um, Kelsey dropped 57 back in her day. Jesus, she so, can shoot it. She can oof. shoot the rock. Yeah, she can shoot
1: the rock. I know you don't like her, but she can shoot the rock. And
0: she's not that tall. Like, she's just getting it done. And mm-hmm. anyway, so I just wanted to point that out. Staying in the the land of her shoes. Marriage on the rocks to Darren Waller. You heard it here first. Yeah. She's not tough. wearing a ring anymore.
1: It's tough. I slid
0: into her DMs.
1: What? Huh? Huh? Sorry? Excuse me? Valentine's Day? Yes. Half and half on a pizza? Whoo
0: boss of pizza kelsey i'll see you on wednesday (laughs) don't don't tell my partner (laughs) it was just between me and you pj tucker didn't get shipped out this weekend or sorry tonight i should say he um wanted to basically get traded and get bought out and then go where he wants to go you know he's kind of He's a bit of a vagabond in the best. Oh, yeah. And I say that as
1: a compliment.
0: Yeah, and at the same time... Um, a hired assassin, defensive assassin. Exactly. All six, five of him, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, um, hook them horns. But he... The big thing that came out... Two-time it, Toronto Raptor. Sorry to cut you off, that's two right. Two-time no. Toronto Raptor. Yeah, you're good. Um, the big thing that came out was uh, Brian Windhorst and a few of his uh, ESPN colleagues were talking about the the... Team that is required to basically transport this man's shoe collection mm. when he got traded to Philly from Philly to uh, the Clippers. I mean, this I, and I'm a I'm a I'm a shoe horse too. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, this guy. So like Mel Marcos like if yeah. you know the reference. But it's it's pretty crazy just seeing these things. And they were just talking about potential for him to be shipped out somewhere else and all that a goes
1: laborious out. effort if he was to be traded.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's just kind of wild, but it's just hilarious just to see this extensive shoe collection. So go out and take a look at that. But he's still a Clipper right now. He's he's a
1: noted longtime sneakerhead, and it has been rolling like this forever. But you didn't realize that again that it it went back to the staffing that had to do all this.
0: (laughs) Yes, transporting all of these uh, all the leather and foam for him, the shoes. It's pretty crazy. As well, can we wait, just... wait? Leather and foam was the name of your high school band, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. But also, can we just talk about the fact that he's a sourpuss today, <laughs> and the Clippers are surging. Yeah, the Clippers are hotter than a pistol, as you often say. Yeah. Still a phrase. Yeah, and. We've got him crossing his uh, his arms and taking the ball home with him. Doesn't want to play with anybody, and it's just kind of hilarious. I haven't seen a lot of Clippers games. Is he not getting a lot of love from? He's he's getting about as much run as a a lawn chair right now. So, Mm. yeah, he's he's uh, he's he's not feeling it. He wants to go somewhere like a lawn chair
1: in the winter. He's not been pulled out
0: yet. eh? (laughs) Exactly. Huh. But you know what? It is. But he's the kind of guy
1: who could in the right situation, be useful in the playoffs or down the stretch drive because he does, as yeah. we just sta- said, play defense, but the Clippers are hot and, you know.
0: He has a ring from that Bucks run, right, a couple years ago? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, so that's it, y'all. That is episode 44? 44? Tom Rathman. Tom Rathman? Who's that? He's a fullback for the 49ers. I'm trying to think oh, who else like is a 44 we know. <laughs> Scott Niedermeyer. Okay. Yeah. John Riggins. John
1: Riggins. Yeah. Episode 44. Yeah. Been a year. It's been
0: a year. We
1: did it. We We did did it. it. We did it.
0: No one thought we'd do more than 25. We made it.
1: Yeah. Um, Everyone out there, as always, thanks for listening. Wishing you an absolute blessed Super Bowl Sunday full of queso and cold beer and mocktails and whatever else turns your crank. If you're out there and you're parent, try and buckle down for the second half, as Jamal and I will be, and try and really focus in.
0: Yeah. Survive in advance on that Sunday, pal. Yes, sir. Survive in advance, and we will see you soon. Peace. Peace.